0: You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, January the 20th, 2021. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The Klalit and Meoharit Health Funds are now letting people aged 35 and above schedule an appointment for a coronavirus vaccination. The move comes a day after the vaccination campaign was opened up to people aged 40 and above. A Klal representative said that the health fund was doing this so as not to waste the ability to vaccinate 100,000 people a day. Meanwhile, Ynet cited senior health ministry officials as saying that a decision could be made this evening to open the vaccination campaign to the general population aged 16 or to just high school students aged 16 to 18 or to keep the current priority framework in place. After several pregnant women who were seriously ill with coronavirus were found to have been infected with the British variant of the virus, the Health Ministry Priority Committee for Vaccination has recommended vaccinations for pregnant women, especially those who are regularly exposed to the public or who have underlying medical conditions. Meanwhile, Professor Galia Rahav, head of the Infectious Disease Unit at Sheba Hospital, told Conradio she recommends the jab for pregnant women who are near the end of their second trimester, especially those who live in areas of high infection, but would not recommend the vaccine shot for women in early stages of pregnancy who were not in a risk group. According to Health Ministry data released this morning, some 8,500 new COVID-19 cases were diagnosed yesterday for a positive test result rate of 9.2 percent. There are currently 1,185 people hospitalized in serious condition, 309 of them on ventilators. Since the start of the outbreak in Israel, 4,144 people have died of COVID-19-related causes. More than 2.2 million people have received the first shot of the coronavirus vaccine, and more than a half a million people have received the second jab. The government last night extended the titan's lockdown by another 10 days. It is currently set to end on January 31st at midnight. From this coming Friday, any person wishing to fly to Israel from abroad will be required to present confirmation of a negative coronavirus test carried out during the 72 hours prior to takeoff, or alternately, confirmation from the health ministry of having recovered from COVID-19 or been fully vaccinated. The government also decided that 11th and 12th grade students will be able to take their high school matriculation exams at school and that university students without access to remote learning will be able to take exams on campus, provided their number does not exceed 5 percent. Israel's coronavirus coordinator, Professor Nachman Ash, says that there's been a slow drop in the scope of infection in recent days, and he hopes this continues. He stressed that the vaccination drive has yet to bring a decline in the number of people who are seriously ill. Ash told Conradio that while he had recommended to the government that the lockdown be extended for two weeks, he hopes that 10 days will be enough. On another matter, Ash said that Israel did not give any commitment to the pharmaceutical company Pfizer not to use other companies' vaccines asked about a Khan report that Israel has yet to use some 100,000 Moderna vaccines that arrived here earlier this month. Ash said no decision has been made not to use the Moderna vaccines, but no decision has been made on how to use them. He said that since it is a small amount and a slightly different procedure, there is concern of confusion or mistakes if two different kinds of vaccines are administered simultaneously. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu had initially said the Moderna vaccines would be given to people who are housebound and cannot get to clinics to receive the jab. It was later reported that they would be supplied to the army. In other news, the IDF overnight struck Hamas positions in the Gaza Strip in response to the earlier firing of a rocket from the enclave toward Israel. The rocket exploded in an open area in the western Negev and did not cause injuries or damage. In Washington, Joe Biden will be sworn in as the 46th president of the United States later today in a scaled-down ceremony on Capitol Hill under heavy security. The inauguration is slated to take place at 7 p.m. Israel time. Khan will begin special broadcasts at 6 p.m. Outgoing President Donald Trump is not participating in the inauguration and has organized his own farewell ceremony to take place several hours prior to the swearing-in. In his final hours in office yesterday, Trump pardoned 73 people, including his former aide Steve Bannon, and commuted the sentences of 70 others. Among the individuals who received clemency from Trump was Aviam Sela, who was the handler of convicted spy Jonathan Pollard. Sela never stood trial, and a White House statement said the clemency was granted with the support of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and others. Pollard, who immigrated to Israel earlier this year, welcomed Trump's decision to part in Sella. He said that after so many years of suffering, he and his wife Esther want to focus on the future and not the wounds of the past. On the Hermon, some 70 centimeters of snow have accumulated on the upper range. Some 40 centimeters have accumulated on the lower range. The site is closed to visitors and skiers. And with the recent rainfall, the lake of, the level of Lake Kineret is now one meter shy of full capacity. The weather outlook, cold for the time of year, with intermittent rain from the north to the northern Negev, accompanied by isolated thunderstorms and hail, snow on the Hermon and the Golan Heights. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 7, Tel Aviv 14, Haifa 12, Beersheba 12, and in a lot going up to 19 degrees Celsius.